Hello, it's Sunday, July 31st. This is Chris's comments. And I'm going to start off with, two, I'm going to do two subjects. I'm going to start off with the negative and end up with a positive. And it's both going to look like crap because of all the crap that's going on. However, um, this is something to report because you know nobody else is doing it. Everybody's just pointing at doomsday. We're doomed. We're all doomed. Uh, but uh, taking a step back from this little guy's perspective, uh, for those of us that, that really have no control over any of this kind of crap, um, we could see some optimistic uh, optimism going on here. And I'll, I'll, I'll start off with the more, uh, the more negatively viewed stuff. Okay. This I got from a report off a of young, the young Turks. Um, now it isn't word for word, but I, I caught the key stuff that they were saying. Um, they're, they're, the episode that they did, however, is big oil is robbing you in capital letters at the pump to rake in record breaking profit. Now we all kind of know that, but going into it, it talks about big oil reaps profits, then splurges on paybacks or buybacks rather something that we also know that these major companies do. However, um, it's usually, it, it used to not be all that out in the open. Um, the reward is Exxon, Mobil, Chevron, Shell, BP, Total Energies, etc., etc. All the major oil and fuel industries have generated over $60 billion in the second quarter of this year at an estimation of $2.8 billion per day. Okay. Now this is this is what I've been talking about for a good month now. For a while, nobody was bringing up how much uh, the companies were making. Uh, it was it was quite curious as to whether or not it was ever going to be disclosed for the public to know. You know, the first quarter year, I've been talking about how they made forty billion dollars the first quarter year. You know, and giving examples as to why they're so full of crap, as to why they can't ease up on all of us particularly during the uh, the price gouging. You know, for the most part, all I had to say was they made $40,000, uh, 40, $40, $40 billion within the first quarter year, within the first three months. And, uh, and, you know, so you know they're making more by the end of the second quarter. And yeah, they did. They made another $40 billion with another $20 billion to top on top of that. Okay. $60 billion in the second quarter, $40 billion in the first quarter, $60 billion in the second quarter, and an estimation of $2.8 billion per day. I mean, you know, many of us took a chance on a $1.2 billion lottery ticket just earlier this week. You know, and, and yet these major seven companies are earning 2 point billion per day. We were all praying to God for maybe a portion of that 1.2 billion at least a portion for that 1.2 billion in lottery tickets. Moving on. Uh what did they do? Well, when the global supply got const uh constrained the oil and fuel companies had the perfect opportunity to increase production here in the U.S. 
but the CEOs claimed that the reason for not doing so was that they promised their shareholders in some steady growth. Okay. This means the shareholders uh, don't want invested money for production. It cuts into their profits and reduces the returns, you know, to the, to the uh, shareholders. You know, so no, this is what I was talking about in, in the dummy terms, because technically I'm only a GED as the proof of an education. Um, but I could tell you as a contractor through Rideshare, you have to invest 40 to 60% of your annual earnings back into your business. And in this case, it's a, it's a, it's a four wheeled business. Uh, you know, it's a moving, uh, business on four wheels and, uh, and, and your phone for internet and, and all this good stuff, you know, and that goes with every business and McDonald's is the same way. Bank of America is the same way. Every dentist, uh, uh, reconstructive surgery, pharmacy, you name it. They all have to put 40 to 60% of what they earned back into the business just to keep making business. Okay. So when you got something like the seven oil, major oil companies, the set, well, the only seven that are actually in existence here, promising their investors that they won't have to pitch in anything. They won't have to return any of that money for, to keep in, investing what are all their profits. They keep all their profits, don't have to put anything back in there so that way the money can keep on going so that way business can keep on going and the profits keep coming like the way they're supposed to you know well what do you get you get something like this uh, uh price gouging thing that took place you know where they're taking it out on us you know and you get them having these shit fits saying well we should be able to get uh barrels by uh by the day barrels by the day on the cheap hence the reason why we uh, want Russian oil which again it's not Russian oil it's Eastern Ukrainian oil that they stole it wasn't Russian oil during the Trump administration it was Crimean oil that they stole it wasn't Russian oil back as far back as the uh, Bush and Clinton years it was Kosovo's oil it was Bosnia's oil it was Croatia's oil it was those countries oil Kosovo's oil that they stole and sold in the name of Russia with a Russian brand name so you see uh, you got that going on uh, and then you got all the other uh, countries like the Middle East and over in the South Americans you know their oil And our seven major oil companies are saying, well, no, you got to strike a deal with these people, with these countries, so we can keep getting all this oil at the taxpaying dollars expense. And we can keep profiting to that. If you don't, we're just going to price gouge everything. And then look at what they did. They price gouged everything. And then he said, well, blame it on Biden. It's all his fault. Which is just downright idiotic how people can still believe it. You know, he blocked off stolen oil from Russia. Europe joined in. Europe joined in. And then to top it all off, he went to South America. 
to try to strike a deal. Hey, can we work a deal? South America said no. You're going to buy our oil and you're going to take all these refugees that we kicked out of our country or no deal. They told him no. He went over to uh, the Middle East. They said no. You're going to buy our oil no matter how many journalists I kill or there's no deal. He went to all these countries to try to work out something and they, they spat on him. And now we got the, the major oil companies, major oil and fuel companies who still promised their shareholders a steady growth without them having to pay anything. Despite the fact that even still people lost money in the, in the, uh, in the stocks, which means, means it has me moving on to the major companies are doing buybacks after the bear market scheme. Now, most of that is speculation. However, it's still a probability, uh, not even a possibility. It's more than likely how it happened. It's looking like the major company investors might have bought sold shares because of the fear of the bear market and are now profiting off of those investments, especially with oil and fuel companies not seizing the opportunity to increase production. In other words, they can hold out because the, the, uh, the bear market, which is where you're losing 20 cents to every dollar that you invested in, you know, if you're not one of these big ass shareholders, then you're just, if you're somebody like a truck driver or a rideshare driver or anybody else, you know, that's got stocks and all this stuff doing that E-Trade stuff, which is cool. But if you're not one of the major heavy hitters, you're losing money. You're losing 20 cents to every dollar invested. And that is what's the bear market scheme. Okay, that's what that's what's called the bear market. And in this scheme, you have no choice because you keep putting money in and you're getting very little return. You're watching that depletion go down. You're watching your profit deplete. So what do you do? You sell your stocks. You sell what you've got. And guess who's buying it? It's the Exxon Mobil, Chevron, Shell, British Petroleum, Total Energies. It's all of these major companies that are buying it. And then putting uh, and then keeping that money instead of reinvesting it or anything, keeping the money that you lost because they bought it pennies to the dollar and you lost 20 cents out of every dollar. It sounds messed up and it is technically, but again, they're now profiting off of those investments, especially the oil and fuel companies that are not, that are uh, by not seizing the opportunity to pr increase production. Why would they want to increase production? It means they get money and so do you, but why should they do what you want? You're just some E-Trade guy. Hell no. They're going to let this bear market thing scare you into selling. They buy, they keep the profits, you're out. You know? It's the oil and fuel company's method of using the bear market scare in order to do buybacks in order to make that $60 billion plus 
in the second quarter. It's all part of the scheme. They're not going to lose money. They're going to price gouge and buy back stocks. And, and in their eyes, their excuse for you and me is, hey, it's just business. I'm sorry. It's just business. That CEO, it's just my job. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you lost out. But it's just my job. It's just business. So it's back to uh, that, that square off, the fight at the end. It's going to be Biden or the corporate greed. Biden, who's gone through every avenue and has gone through uh, this gas tax holiday, who's gone through releasing uh, reserves, okay? He's doing all these temp things and everybody's bitching and complaining, yeah, but it didn't end, yeah, but this and that and yeah. You know, so what are you going to do? You're going to vote for the next guy that's going to do nothing but deregulate? Well, corporate America already had that through the previous president. And this is what we're looking at right now. You know, Biden's trying to do everything on the straight and narrow. And we're getting price gouged. And we're getting our, uh, our investments robbed from us through the bear market. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not losing anything because I didn't do any of that stock market stuff. If I'm going to gamble, it's going to be in a casino. <laughs> On a vacation. I do apologize for that splish splash sound. That's me drinking water. It is, uh, it's in the upper 90s right now. And it's going to get up to the, uh, the, the low, the triple digits very, very soon in about two or three hours. Um, but yeah, that's what we got right now. Big oil is robbing you at the pump and to rake in record breaking profits. And it's all for the shareholders that are putting big investments in them and all this good stuff. Totaling up to $60 billion plus in the second quarter. Which, again, the first quarter was $40 billion in three months. In three months, okay? And then the next three months, the next three months got them another $40 billion plus another $20 billion. $60 billion out of the second quarter of a year. I mean, it, it, it's just highway robbery, man. So what's it going to be? Are we going to say, oh, screw Biden, let's go ahead and get a, uh, whatchamacallit, let's go ahead and get a, a, a politician that'll, that'll kiss the corporate's ass? You know, I really think that would be an extremely bad idea, given the fact that this is what they're doing when they don't like a president wanting them to pay fair, their fair share of taxes, when they don't like the, uh, the president wanting them to uh, to stop hiring and firing and uh, stop with the uh, the work labor abuses, you know. Remember, this is what President Biden was saying. This is all that he was saying that he was declaring: no more work abuses, no more labor abuses, no more kill. And, and as far as uh, other countries, no more killing journalists that look that point out what you're doing is wrong. You know, no more uh, no more feeding to no more working a deal with countries that would stick to their own people that would kick out uh, their civilians 
that are forced to migrate to our borders. Okay, no more of that. And this is the backlash that he's getting. This is the backlash that he's getting from people of hate all the way up to the corporate greed to just the dumbasses that can't see this. The dumbasses that don't pay attention. The dumbasses that are doing nothing but repeating the same rhetoric that we've been hearing for the past God knows how long now. Because they don't have minds to think for their own. And they're, for some oddball reason, they're calling us sheep. <laughs> yes. Yeah, fat chance of that. So, okay, so what does this got to do with the positive? Well, the positive is, is that we're going to be looking at a showdown. And it's going to be mostly on us. However, however, you know, we've got a shot. The positivity, the positive out of all the, the positivity viewpoint out of this is that we've got a shot to have a, a politician, a political leader that'll have the power to actually stop these douchebags. And, and the options are running out. The options are running. He's already released a whole crap load of barrels of reserve. Okay. He's doing the ta gas tax holiday, which is only a three month holiday gas tax holiday corporations and and the oil and fuel industry aren't even paying their taxes to begin with okay they're not even paying their taxes to begin with so this is an easy, easy break for us more than it is them but nevertheless with that gas tax holiday it means it's less crap for the oil and fuel industry to uh to uh have to look into and they can just simply disperse all the oil and fuel that they want while lowering their prices and we've all seen that we've all seen that but it's incredible you can have this uh you can have this gas and fuel and oil if you don't have any strings attached for us the oil companies okay this is a bunch of bs people We've got a shot at teaching these companies a lesson. So don't drop the ball. I hope you don't drop the ball because I know who I'm voting for. The only guy that's actually doing something. You know, everybody else is like, oh, we need a new, we need a new uh, president. We need a new, Dem we need a, no, a totally different Democrat. Enough. But yet nobody's stepping up to the plate. Nobody's stepping up to the plate for one. And nobody has has been able has already been broken in like the president who has been getting this kind of a beating back when he was the vice president. He's got the skills, he's got the experience. He's those guys that just smack around a lot and he still stays into the fight. No matter how many times he falls off his bicycle. That's irrelevant. We got a chance. We got a chance. We maintain or, or we, we believe the bull crap and say Biden is the worst and we fire him or not fire him, but we vote him out. And we put the next guy in there who's going to do nothing but be a corporate stooge. You know he is. Again, sorry for the slushing. It's just that it's hot out here. <laughs> it's hot in San Antonio, Texas right now.
so is Biden doing anything good? Yeah, he's doing he's doing just fine. He's doing uh, he's doing those at home tests for COVID. I took it. I was able to stay on top of it um, back in May when I got COVID again. Um, and it was that home test thing that I was using the home test uh, that I used in order to detect it. I was like, man, why am I feeling so crappy? Instead of going to the stores to buying this that, or instead of going to the doctors to, for this or that to check me out. I took the COVID test and said, yeah, I got a COVID. So I immediately went to go get vaccinated and I'm back to being okay. You know, so he's doing fine. And everybody's like, yeah, but what at what expense? At what expense? Well, at the medical expense, because the Medicare uh, uh, health plans and all that crap, that's all in that account. You know, ah, but the homeless vets, well, the homeless vets falls under either military, which has the military hasn't fin fixed the budget for the homeless vets since ever, as far as I can tell, or it goes into the housing projects, the HUD and the uh, government housing and all this good stuff. And it's not, no, no, foreign vets, and all this other crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's a separate budget. Back to the point that I'm getting at. That's an entirely different budget. That's got nothing to do with COVID. Unless the the homeless vet has caught COVID, then it falls back into a medical uh, budget. Um, and not the housing. And the migrants and the migrants. Okay, well, that's another. That Again, that's an entirely different budget. Okay? The migrants leading to also border wall. Okay? That's a part of the uh, uh, national security. Okay? That's a part of the Department of Homeland Security. That's an entirely different budget. That's got nothing to do with housing the migrants, housing the homeless vets, and, uh, and, and giving them Medicare. Okay? Those are entirely different budgets that we the people can use. Those are entirely different budgets that the uh, uh, veterans could use. That's entirely different budgets that the uh, migrants can use, depending on whether or not they fall under qualification, of course. But it's back to the border wall that I'm going to get at. This next segment, the Biden administration uh, to close border wall gaps in Arizona. Okay, uh, I lost what uh, that in in uh, the article was. Um, I forgot to write it down, and I do apologize for that. But that's the title. That's the title. Okay, uh, the Supreme Court earlier this month declined to freeze a lower court order that blocked the Department of Homeland Security from implementing new immigration enforcement priorities. Okay, the court's five to four order was a loss for Biden who was trying to return to that Obama-era policies that limited immigration arrests in order to focus on security risks instead of the more aggressive approach taking under Trump administration. Okay. Uh, yeah, this was, this was one of the complaints that I was talking about, despite the fact that I was also praising. Biden was taking pages out of the Obama playbook, okay? And he was uh, limiting the immigration arrests and he's focusing more on security risks and all this good stuff. Uh, for those who don't remember what I was talking about, uh, the stuff where he was actually quarantining the, uh, the COVID infected, you know, while, uh, while keeping the rest of the uh, migrants separated from them. Um, 
the simple fact that he was doing it with uh, uh, plastic walls. They are plastic. They look like uh, plastic sheets that were that were um, almost like saran wrap. I want to say, but uh, it was a little bit thicker. It's kind of like the stuff that's used in a, in a uh, butcher uh, freezer that that keeps all the the cold air in, even if you have the uh, the butcher freezer door open. Um, it was those kinds of sheets, and uh, and uh, instead of cages or fences, like the way that was under the Trump administration, which was just stupid. Because if you're infected, that fence is not the fence is going to keep people in, you know, or the fenced-in people underneath that El Paso bridge, you know, during the winter of 20, 2020, I think, or something like that, 2017, 2019. Uh, 2021, I think it was 21. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was just pathetic, you know, or 20, 2018. I can't remember. I think it was 2018, 2017. I'm sorry. Uh, underneath the El Paso bridge while they were freezing to death. Um, you know, that, that was what was going on with Biden and trying to use the Obama, uh, paybook. The thing is that the negative side to it was Obama trying to get it bipartisan. Anything that he tried to do, he tried to get it to where both parties was was uh, participating, as opposed to just simply overriding the current emergency and, and and rescuing the people and putting them in holding facilities, even if temporarily separating them to see as to whether or not they were trafficked children, and then giving them back to their families once they cleared uh, the checkpoints. You know. Once they cleared the checklist, um, the thing is, is that Biden was trying to make it a bipartisan deal, and and the other partisan was just not going along with it, and it sucked. So how is this a good thing? Well, uh, Democratic Senator Mark Kelly of Arizona praised the decision to close the wall gaps. He's pressed the president and uh, to approve the gap closures in December and has made numerous calls with the White House and Alejandro Mayorkas. That's your clue that it's okay. Here we go. When Biden took office, he called for a review of the border wall projects, okay? Taking back Trump's national emergency declaration, who was dipping into additional funds. There was proof of that. Remember, in some cases, it was uh, a, a big, giant portrait of himself using those um, national emergency declarated money funds. Okay, uh, the Biden administration has authorized United States Customs Border Patrol to close four gaps at the Yuma Morales Dam project in Arizona. It makes adjustments to prevent flooding and complete prior construction access. A road, so it's more than just a border thing. It's also control for flooding. It's control for construction of access roads. Okay. Um, so it's a safety thing, as well as a border security. Now the Biden administration has canceled several border wall contracts, and has also returned property to landowners who spent years fighting land seizures in court. Okay, now this is the thing that they, this is the referring to uh, back when Trump was around and he wanted to make all these border walls. He had all these uh, samples and all this other stuff. But one of the first things that he can that he had to do was make way for those walls, which meant taking illegally um, people's lands, 
you know, and it wasn't just Trump. It was people that was with him in Arizona. Okay. The leaders in, in Arizona state that was taking his side. Now this four gap closure, this is the regulation that I'm talking about. Okay. Nobody wants gaps in our security, but it stays that way without regulation. The administration, when Biden took office, held a review for border wall projects. That was the first step. That was the first good sign. Okay. While everybody is saying, oh, nothing's happening. He's not doing anything. He's trying to, to get away with not doing anything for our borders because he wants this and wants that. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Now, it was the four gaps at the Yuma Morelos Dam that was the cause of this. Plus, the cause of the migration, uh, accessibility. Plus, there were flood zones and prior to uh, construction uh, of access roads, uh, incomplete. Okay? There was incomplete roads. There was a lot of flooding areas. This was, those are flood zones. Okay, the closing of those four gaps at that Yuma Dam, Morelos Dam, will prevent flooding and complete the construction of access roads. To top it all off, it'll help partake, partake in securing the border concerning the illegal migrations. That's what I'm talking about. Without Biden doing that, Without Biden taking those steps, that those four gaps would still be a problem. They'd still be there. Why? Because all the money that they get from administrations, uh, from the presidential administration's infrastructure programs and all that stuff, it doesn't go to securing the border. It just goes into the pockets of those who are on the side of the governor that was suing the government. Texas is the prime example of that. Greg Abbott has done nothing but lawsuit after lawsuit. And instead of building this wall with security and surveillance and all this other stuff that can keep out any and every bad hombre terrorist, instead, he's just laid out a bunch of razor wire at the edge of the river and had a bunch of, had a couple of troops uh, uh, patrolling up and down borders. And in some counties, only eight deputies. And in other counties, not even any patrols, just patrols to pick up dead migrants that couldn't survive the heat. Uh, the, just, just patrols to pick up corpses. You know, that's not securing the border. But that, got, that particular county, Kennedy County, got $700,000 last, just last year. And now they made the news this year saying, well, we need another declaration of emergency, Abbott. Telling the governor that he needs another declaration of uh, uh, disaster, an invasion declaration, and all this other garbage. Just for for how much? Oh, I'm willing to bet it's around $700,000 or more. And that's just one county that disclosed how much they made. The other four counties, however, and, and another one named Brooks, I don't even know, that was a, a county along the border. I never heard of it, but uh, just recently it made the news. They're all demanding that there's, there's, we're short. There's nobody here. 
And it's all Biden's fault because he's letting everybody waltz right on in. If everybody was waltzing right on in, then how in the hell do you know you're being overwhelmed? You know, if there was an overdoor policy, how in the world are you being uh, uh, overwhelmed by illegals? An open-door policy has them all signing up to come in. The open-door policy has them all signing in, giving their, their address, the name of the, how many kids they got with them, their names, their birth dates, and all this identification stuff. The, the open-door policies has them coming in legally. Now, what are you talking about? So what are you talking about? And, and, and you, you, well, we can see what you're talking about. We can see what you're saying. You've got an invasion. So you're going to Greg Abbott. And Greg Abbott is suing the government and coming back with these checks for you all to enjoy. He's signing checks for each of each of the counties for all of you to enjoy. But you're still overwhelmed. Now, everybody who's listening picture that exact same thing, but only in Arizona. They're overwhelmed. They need more money for border security, for border walls. And the last thing that they were expecting was this uh, um, review of the border wall projects and them to be accepting nothing but regulated uh, spendings for four gaps, four serious gaps, don't get me wrong, for four serious gaps, especially around the Yuma Morelos Dam project. Okay, a place where after a review, it's obviously been determined is the most important place to actually uh, secure. And that's the regulation I'm talking about. Not any of this bull crap of, of uh, facing fees and legal fees to pay for Arizona, for Arizona just to be spreading the money, throwing it around to their people the way it's being done here in Texas. Because I know I ain't seen a fucking dime out of, I have not seen one dime out of any kind of uh, uh, check. Nothing with the, with the brand name Operation Lone Star, which is the policy that Greg Abbott is using in the name of border wall protection to sue Biden for the money. He's not spreading it around to the common people. He's not spreading it around to any of us civilians from rideshare to single moms that need their child care paid for. And hell no. He's only filing, he's only sharing uh, uh, $3 billion, close to $4 billion with whom he calls his administration and his people. That's it. No different. And that's exactly what's going on in Arizona. Well, not exactly, because Biden's administration only gave money for four gaps in the wall, okay? Instead of just signing a check, he signed a check specifically for this one area, for four gaps along the Bordello, excuse me, the Morelos Dam. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I wish was going on over here in San Antonio. Well, not in San Antonio but in all of Texas. He's got nothing like that because he can't. The, the Abbott administration won't let him. 
and uh, and nothing but highway robbery is going on down here, and it's all done by our governor. You know, and he's getting away with it. Why not? This tactic works for him. But if we can all take the time to notice what's going on in Arizona, the regulation and the only certain amount of money which goes to the only the important things that's actually substantially important as opposed to just taking the governor's word for it the way it's going on here in Texas, you know, then maybe we can have a president that is capable of throwing that very same regulation at a state like Texas. <laughs> this is something that I've said in previous uh, previous posts. If my Texas governor wants more money, he needs to provide a hell of a lot more proof. He needs to provide 100% proof that that money is going straight to something substantial, something real. Not just say that it's going to border security or the wall, but actually provide border security or a wall. If he can't do that, then Biden should tell this guy to go F himself. You know? Because so far, as much as he's bringing in $4 billion from the government suing for suing the government for four billion dollars we're still looking at news reporting saying oh it's overwhelming we're overwhelmed we've got millions and millions and millions of migrants and only eight deputies okay how does nobody see what's wrong with this <laughs> you know you gotta open your eyes people this is another start. Just like the way it is with Biden and the oil and fuel companies. Where they are running out of excuses as to why Biden is not providing the, 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 the oil to be more efficient and all this other stuff. They're running out of excuses. And if this keeps up at, with, concerning the border wall, where... Biden will sign a check providing that it's for something substantial that's actually real and it's for something like completing instead of just giving a, a check to the governor and the governor uh, spreading that wealth amongst quote unquote his people you know if this keeps up he can actually get this done. If he can do this with Arizona, if he can do this with New Mexico, if he can get California to join in on that, where it's only the where it's only the 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 the, the stuff that actually is already existent and needs completing and can be completed, you know, if he can do that, if he can if we can get Beto O'Rourke in on this, since he's the candidate that, that's up for for running against. Uh, uh, Greg Abbott but if we could get him to team up with the Biden administration you know full well we can actually get um, uh, this this total lawsuit abuse crap that the te current Texas governor Greg Abbott is doing 
Okay, we can get rid of that. This is our taxpaying dollars. It's going to the infrastructure. And Abbott is suing Biden for all this money for 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 infrastructure uh, category border wall that isn't even there. And the stuff that is there isn't complete or repaired. Because remember, some of those walls fell. Some parts of those walls collapsed. It's not there, people. So if we can get Biden to keep on doing this, you know, to send the review, but, but most importantly, just don't sign any checks until there's 100% proof that it's going straight to our 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 national securities uh border protections okay not just the people that are running it not the governors not the mayor not the uh the county deputy not the sheriff not anybody that's uh holding some kind of patriotic community organization but going to actual wall going to an actual station that uh, that holds the uh, asylum seekers, going to the actual policings that will arrest those that are the traffickers, going to actual uh, uh, um, hospitals or, or, or even emergency stations uh, once COVID is detected amongst them. You know, because all of that I could see $4 billion actually paying for. I can see that that that's that's a pretty good amount of money to provide. And imagine the jobs. Imagine the law enforcement jobs. Imagine the emergency medical jobs. Imagine the data and 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 processing jobs. Yeah, you got a lot of people out there with college. I don't have it. I'm a GED. So technically, you know, I'm not being robbed of a good possibly good paying job. You all are unfortunately so what do you think you think if biden actually stands by this um no money until you actually get something uh done or you actually get the the stuff ready no money and and if you know and maybe maybe even uh counter sue no sign no check signing unless you sign a, a an agreement that if you don't put up a border wall or any or close the gaps to an already standing wall or a dam or anything pertaining to our security that you get that that the government gets that money back or or the 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 state governor goes to jail for being a total ripoff i think that would be very fair i think that would be very fair but for right now I mean, all he's done was just sent a review on the border wall projects and he finally found one that was actually substantial. If we can't get a state governor to agree to at least that much, then he shouldn't be receiving a check. He has no business suing the president. If he can't even get a president to have border security do a review, along our border to see where the money should actually go, then no, to hell with the governor, to hell with the governor of Arizona, to hell with the governor of uh, California, to hell with the governor of uh, New Mexico, to hell with my fucking state governor, 
my Texas state governor, to hell with Abbott, to hell with him and his babbling bullcrap. It's coming down to the wire, people. Well, maybe not right now, but it's it, the wire, you know, we will be coming up to a decision to be made. We either accept the stumbling, babbling, babooba, whatever, that can't stay on a bicycle, but can maintain doing his job. You know, making sure not to sign checks to anybody, unless the, unless it's uh, for something substantial. Making sure not to bow down to any corporation, especially after uh, getting all the doors slammed on him all over the world, because he doesn't want to put up with their bullshit. Accept our migrants and buy our oil or no deal buy our oil no matter how many journalists I murder or no deal except that my country's oil is not really my country's oil but oil that I have stolen after massacring and slaughtering defenseless uh, smaller countries or no deal you see what I'm saying and the country's saying hey 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 Give us, get, get, don't charge us anything or no deal. Don't you tax us or else. Guys, somewhere down the line, one of these two powers has to fall. And get this, we have an opportunity to make sure one side does. To a certain extent, as a voter. So, uh, that's it for today. Just thought I'd share this with you. It is extremely optimistic, regardless of how much crap is going on. It's either going to be Biden or the corporate greed. All right. That's it for today. Y'all take care. Y'all take it easy. Y'all think about it. Just remember, we've got a shot. We've got a shot through this one guy who can't even sit on a bicycle. <laughs> but but looking at what he's doing, damn. Okay? Looking at how he's he's getting a beating, damn. Look how he's standing his ground. <laughs> damn. It's going to come down to the BS winning or Biden winning. And get this, we've got a shot at making sure who wins. It's going to be a small amount. It's going to be a small effort, but it is going to be our effort. Y'all take care. Y'all take it easy. This is Chris with Chris's comments signing out.